What does it mean to be a vulnerable Christian man? Walking through life weak and powerless is not what Jesus had in mind for us. It's time to fight. It's time to get comfortable being uncomfortable. We are OB, Sean, Brandon, and Shane, and this is The Uncomfortable Hello and welcome back to The Uncomfortable Truth. We are glad to have you today. We're doing something a little bit different. It is just the Goswick Brothers today. Uh, Obi's out of town and Sean's not feeling well, so we figured we'd go ahead and get one in. Um, uncomfort- another thing uncomfortable is Brandon's going to do the uncomfortable intro. He's got a, a pretty funny story to tell. So for any of you who have already passed your 16th birthday, you probably remember that 16 is a pretty big deal. So I'm going to give the short, short version of this, but Shane and I grew up in a small school, less than 250 kids in the high school, ninth through 12th. So small that 7th through 12th, part of my years, were all together. Yeah, can you imagine, like, you have a kid that's yeah. in 6th grade Going right to 7th, you have a 7th grade. I have a 7th grade going to 8th grade. I would not, repeat, not want them in a... <laughs> A building with four walls that is the same as a 12th grader. No doubt. I think our saving grace for me was that I had a, a dear cousin who's more like a sister who was a couple of years older than me yeah. in, in school with me. So so I'm sitting in the cafeteria. You know, I'm 16, so I think I'm 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 it. You know, I'm, but I don't want nobody to know that, and I can get embarrassed easily. Well, he was it, though. Yeah. <laughs> he, he really believed it. <laughs> I did believe it. Not true, but I believed it. <laughs> so... You, everybody's awkward and I was a middle school principal. So I saw this every day and the things I probably thought was cool as a student, I, as a middle school principal, I would l- chuckle watching people do things they thought were cool as kids. It's yeah. just the norm. They're not embarrassed though. Cause they, 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 they don't know. They, they don't know what they don't know. That's right. So my back is to the main doors that enter the cafeteria. And if you've ever seen that movie where everybody sees something before the person that needs to see it, sees something, that's what we got going on here. I see everybody's head turn towards the door. I see everybody's eyes get huge. And there's this look of sheer what the heck. This is every this is everybody in high school at yes, lunch. At lunch. At the same like every grade, every ninth through twelfth. Probably 220 to 240 kids. Everybody that you go to high school Everybody. with. Everybody. I'm only day. a sophomore. Yeah. Okay. I'm not like the senior that, you know, has figured it all out in, in theory. So, I, it's almost like, you know, you could cue the shark uh, Jaws movie or, you know, something in the background. And I turn and look over my shoulder and there is a clown at the door. <laughs> Wait, wait, wait. A clown? A, a full, dressed out, nose, clown, clown suit. Okay. Everything. Now, we're talking about the middle of a, a school campus. Like We're eating lunch. Yeah, we're eating lunch. The old greasy, cl- greasy pizza. <laughs> Clowns just weren't roaming the hallways, okay? So, what did you think when you saw a clown enter the, enter the... I left out a key piece on purpose. It was my birthday. Okay. <laughs> so... I'm pretty sure, I I remember very little from school. I had a a great childhood in school, so nothing terrible, you know, all those years. But I think I remember quickly connecting the dots that this is my birthday. Please, Jesus, 
don't let this be connected to me somehow. But I'm, I'm, I'm calculating odds. And at little school, you probably have the birthday reminders over the intercom. So they probably, I, I probably already knew that I was the only birthday that day. Yeah. So I'm connecting the dots, you know, and I'm not quick, but I'm quick enough to go, this clown's probably here for me, but just I'm just praying. Well, it's like Jaws, you know, dun, 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 dun. the clown keeps getting closer to me. And all those eyes that were looking over the shoulder to the door now coming back to me. And she stands right behind me. And if I remember correctly, this is a long time ago now. I think she puts her hand on my shoulders. And I think then she may stand on the table bench. I believe this is the story. I think so. I don't think she got on the very top. I did not get to witness this because Uh, you were still in middle school. I was in, it was actually the time where we had middle school. Yes. Up to eighth grade. So I was in eighth grade. Boy, if I'd have known, man, man, if I'd have known, man, man, man. So uh, the short version of it is I'm, I am completely mortified. Okay. Cause obviously she's here for me. I, I can tell at now that she's gotten closer that it's a dear friend of ours. It's actually our pastor's wife, Robin, who if anyone else would have tried to pull that off, I might have throat punched them right there. <laughs> but because I loved Robin so much, she could get by with so much more because of how much she loved us as a, you know, as our pastor's wives. So speaking of somebody who had an influence on our life, right? Yes, Robin yes. and Regan, um, they, the pastors, Robin or Regan was the pastor of our small church growing up. And I, like Brandon said, that's say Robin or Regan. Man, my brain is foggy. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you got it. Regan was a pastor, yep. Robin and his wife, also fostering a church. They were awesome people that mm-hmm. loved Jesus. And I would describe her as one of the craziest people that you would know, but, but crazy because she's so full of Jesus. No doubt. She had no, she had no filter. <laughs> I, she still doesn't have a filter. No. She didn't grow one from, from then to no, now. No, But wonderful, wonderful people. Yes. Uh, dear, dear people to us still to this day. Um, and you know, it's all good if the clown just shows up, Hey, it's your birthday. Happy birthday. We embarrassed you, but oh no. <laughs> Not good oh, no. enough for, for Robin. Yeah. Hold, hold, hold my. Oh, my mic or mic drop or whatever you want to say. She stands up on the bench and begins to sing a song loudly. Now we, she can sing and she can sing and she's got the whole, the whole cafeteria is captivated. Okay. They're, they're locked in. She's presenting. And I, if I was red one shade, I guarantee you, I went red a hundred shades. I'm sitting there by the girl that I, you know, liked at that time in high school and Robin proceeds to sing a song to the Brady Bunch theme, but it has my name and her name in the song. Oh, goodness. To the top of her lungs. It wasn't just happy birthday? No, it was happy birthday to the Brady Bunch song with with the tune, with Here's a Story and a happy birthday with Brandon and the girl sitting next to him. Of course, and. did. So here's the things I remember that talk about uncomfortable. There's the uncomfortable intro. Like I, yeah. I would not wish that on my own worst enemy. Like I think about, I'd wish it on my kids. <laughs> God, I don't know if I would because I know my oldest is wired like me in some ways. Yeah. And although it'd be hilarious, it has to, it almost hurt my heart a little bit. Too. Yeah. Well, it'd have to be somebody like Robin. Yes. In his life a little bit, uh, 
maybe not family or a little bit outside. Yes. Of what well, Shane's saying, if that would have been our parents, yeah, it, I don't know what I'd devastated. have done, but it'd be, yeah, devastated. So, I might do that to my kids. Though. <laughs> that's true. So that's the uncomfortable truth intro. So Shane, since I had to go through that moment of clarity, no moment of reenactment. Do you want to pray? Yeah, pray I for will. me, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. Lord, thank you for being with us all the time, Lord, for our access to you and, uh, Lord, your guidance and everything we do. Lord, I pray that we are a light for you in everything that we do. Lord, I pray that the listeners uh, learn more about you today, be, become closer to you, and I just lift Brandon up as uh, he presents whatever you've laid on his heart. Amen. Amen. So. Shane, one of the things that I've really gotten in the last couple of years um, as I've dove into studying the Bible and, you know, what we learn and those kind of things is keeping the main thing the main thing. Yeah. Okay, so before I even start this topic or this thought process, what is the, what is the main thing that we need to do to, to go to heaven? Ask Jesus into our heart. Uh, he is our Savior down on the cross for us, and so we need to accept that and okay. walk with him moving forward. And would you say that that's the foundational piece? That's the foundational piece. So absolutely. if anything else is trying to go through a different filter. That's the wrong filter. Or it's the wrong filter. Now, can we get into deep layers of discussion that are minors? Yeah. Yeah. So that's really helped clarify when I'm studying the Bible always go back to the main things. If you hear something on YouTube or you read something or you go through a, a Bible study journal and it's not always bringing you back to the main thing, mm -hmm. very possible it's misguided. Yeah. And I'm just saying that as a preface for any time we shoot an episode. It, there's so much, um, there's so much hoopla and misinformation in our world today. That if we if we don't have that filter, we just we get confused. So, this is not even really directly tied to what I want to talk about today. But this is the filter that Jesus gave us. Yeah. Nothing surprises our heavenly Father, and we have the blessing of having it all here. It is the the template, the outline, the roadmap to life as a believer. And as a non-believer. Yeah. So now I can get into my, my point for the day. We've all, many of us probably have heard the parable of the talents. It's in Matthew 25, 14 through 30. I'm not going to read all of it. But I will tell Matthew you that. 25, 14 through 20. Uh, 14 through 30. 30. So, you know, Jesus taught in, t in parables. And I love to learn in parables. It's just the way my brain works. It's just how I'm wired. But when I always read the parable of talents until recently, I automatically wanted to connect it to wealth and money and mindset. And I was wrong. Okay. Point blank. Wrong. Remember Jesus says many times in the Bible that it's probably harder for a rich man to get to heaven. Yep. And, and that's because there's so much pride with wealth typically. Yeah. And you be, when you, 
when you have a lot of money, you become reliant on money and self-reliant. Absolutely. And when it's easier, you, easier to become that way. And when you don't have any, it's much easier to remain humble and dependent upon the Lord. That's right. So, I mean, when do we catch ourselves really crying out to the Lord's when things are going bad? Yes. But if you live in a state of enough, all I need is all I need, which right. may just be a roof over your head and running water, mm-hmm. and you're that grateful, keeps things that should be the main thing, the main thing. Also makes things simple. No doubt. So, have you ever watched ants build an ant mound or have you ever walked out to your front yard and there's no ant mound and the next day after a rain walked out to your front yard yeah and there's this huge ant mound yes that really i had to i had to go to work on one the other day so this is all connected that really mesmerizes me that those little bitty things can all do a job and create something that big in proportion to their size. It would be like a thousand of us, Shane, building a mansion tomorrow from nothing today. It's pretty insane. It's an insane. It, it is absolutely insane. If you really think about scale, yes. what is the ratio to humans doing what they do in a day? Man, it might have been like the pyramids. No doubt. Like in a day. Absolutely. The only difference is, unfortunately, is that when I sprinkle that stuff on it, they're gone in that time too. (laughs) (laughs) So that's unrelated. But here's my point on the parable of the talents, okay? The master gives three men. He gives one man five talents. He gives the other man two talents, and he gives another man one talent. And then I heard it bags of silver, depending on where you read from and whose interpretation. So Master travels away, comes back. This is a short uh, cliff note version. The one with five talents turned it into five more, so ten. The one with two turned it into four. And the one with one buried it and told the master, I was scared that you would lose it because of kind of how you've handled your other crops and wealth. So I didn't, and I know you were a harsh master, so I didn't do anything with it. Now, there's a key piece at the beginning when he's talking to them and he gives them each that he talks to them about, and I don't remember the exact wording. Um, let's see here. He basically gave it to them based off of their ability. It's kind of the way it, it equated to, or their levels. Yeah. I'll find the word here in a minute. So apparently he, in this parable, they knew, or yes, he knew yes. these people and, understood who could be responsible for it with more correct so i'm gonna circle this all back around to make this connection so you're like brandon how are you talking about ants and you're talking about you know mansions and you know and parables of the talents there there is a connection here in my brain at least so what this is really talking about is how we act on our faith because at the end of it, it says to the one who buried it, he essentially tells him, cast him off to darkness and gnashing of teeth. Well, when I hear darkness and gnashing of teeth, I think of hell. Mm-hmm. Okay. So Jesus is, to my understanding, and this is why I started with keep the main thing the main thing. If I'm off base on this and you can prove to me biblically that I am, please do. Okay. So uh, by no means do I have it all figured out. But watching some different things and reading 
Jesus is trying to get us to understand that if the main thing is for us to know him by asking him into our heart and knowing that Jesus died on the cross for our sins, and then the next main thing is to be the hands and feet of Jesus and to go out and share our faith, then nowhere in the Bible are we encouraged to bury it and to do nothing, to take, a, to take no action. So the one with five shared his faith, and in my simple brain, five other people came to the Lord. Now, it doesn't say that. I know that. Right. But we're talking about how we use the talents God gave us. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I think this is, you got to love it when your face ID is not working. <laughs> okay. So Proverbs 6 6. Go to the ant, you sluggard. I love that word. You sluggard. Unless it's about me. Consider its ways and be wise. Just let that marinate for a minute. This is in Proverbs. Great place to go read anytime you're not sure where to read. Pick a proverb a day. Go to the ant, you sluggard. Okay, so he's t- a sluggard is a, a sloth, a bomb, a lazy person. Lazy person. Consider its ways and be wise. So it's implying that the ant is wise. Why is it implying that the ant is wise? Thank you for asking that. Do you think one of those little bitty ants looks over at the other ant and goes, you know what? You're not pulling your your grain of sand as much as I am. You need to get your rear end gear because I'm doing more than you. Yeah, no. They literally are wired because the Lord made them that way to do a task. Because I guarantee you if they had human nature... That mansion of an ant hill would be happen. a shack. Yeah, it wouldn't happen at best for years mm-hmm. because there would be more time wasted on comparison than action. Yep. So, man, that's good. the The ant is a great way to watch what I think we. I mean, it says it in Proverbs. Mm to watch how we should be living our life with our faith, assuming we know Jesus. Keep the main thing, the main thing, Keep the main thing, the main thing, move the piece of dirt, move the piece of dirt. And here's the thing. You can continue to go through the word and find places where it clearly says that if you do these things, then it's possible that other things will be rewarded to you. And I don't mean that like prosperity gospel. I mean, new opportunities to share Jesus more. So I heard Denzel Washington say this the other day, and I really liked it. He said, when the devil's not worried about you, you're doing something wrong. If that ant lays up on the on the mountain and does nothing, the devil's not worried about him. Mm-mm. You know, he's just like, well, I don't got to deal with him. I've said that many times about my journey. The minute that I stopped bearing the talent wasn't the minute it got easier <laughs> yeah. it got tougher yeah in a different realm though it went from the realm of tougher because i wasn't living my life to jesus to tougher because i was right because you're being you you will be attacked absolutely there's no there's no reason to attack you otherwise that's exactly right it's it's in my brain why would you why would you focus energy on something that is not provoke, you know, producing any energy. You're on the football field and your right tackle is the worst right tackle in history. Yep. 
It'd be like putting your what's the defense your defensive tackle. It'd be like putting your best defense and the left tackle is the best left tackle in the district. Yep. It'd be like putting your best defensive tackle on the worst tackle on the other side. Absolutely. So, you know, the parable of the talents is Jesus trying to get us to understand that if we have Jesus in our heart, our faith should prompt us to go out like the ants and build for his kingdom every opportunity we get. Mm -hmm. And he says very clearly, don't be a sluggard. There's nowhere in the Bible I have been able to find yet where it says laziness is good. Yep. I haven't found it yet. It does say rest. Yeah, it does. You know, to me, those are two different things. Yeah. But it's very clear that we are called to be like ants. And here's another piece going back to the beginning, and then I'll kind of tie it up and let you throw some thoughts out there. How many times do we get caught comparing which slows down the progress for Jesus? Like I said, that ant doesn't stop and go, you're not doing your job. There's no way they do that because if they did, they could never in a day build what they build. Literally, it is just to our eyes, frantic chaos. But to them, it is organized beauty. Yeah. Also, the ant doesn't stop and say, you're, you're way better than I am at doing this moving dirt thing. Uh, I'm going to stop and feel sorry for myself. Yeah. Yeah. You know, that, that is, that is so true. And when we embrace wherever the Lord has us at the moment to share him, here's the main thing. That's the main thing. Maybe you don't have that job you want. Maybe you're not working with the people you prefer to work with. Maybe your hourly wage is not what you want or your annual salary. How are you glorifying? How are we glorifying the Lord in those moments first? Because isn't that one of the best ways to share Jesus when things aren't the way we would want them to be? Yeah, the biggest the biggest um, and hardest things that you go through as a human, as a Christian, mm-hmm. are the things that will have the most impact on other people based on how we handle them. 100% because God gave us emotion. And that emotion allows us to connect with people who have experienced similar things, which is why our testimony and our action from our faith resonates with people the most. Yeah. I can tell you all day long, you need Jesus in your heart. And if you don't, you're going to hell, but it's a lot more impactful. If I live a life that you see that, Mm -hmm. you know, and you know, if I were to title this, be like an ant. Yeah. I mean, be like an ant for Jesus. That's a good title. It's a little confusing, but creates a, a, a little bit yeah, of mystery. A little, little bit of catch. Be like an ant. Yep. Yep. Do you have ant-like behavior? You know, however you want to word that. But, you know, as you listen to this, you know, just really challenge you, encourage you to just know that God has you right where you need to be and we are looking for well done, my good and faithful servant. Yeah. That's good, man. I mean, it really takes back and simplifies what we overcomplicate so much in our lives. And we, everybody, guys, ladies, we all get busy, mm-hmm. right? And we all get to different levels of busy, but our busy that we feel like 
is busy for us is different busy for everybody, right? Yep. We're all in the same boat is what I'm getting at. And regardless of like how actual in comparison to other people busy you are, it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, what matters is what are we doing to move that piece of dirt for the kingdom of God and to build, to build his kingdom. And if we're all, I, I think, man, I see, I've talked to, to several like church leaders and this is just an example of being a Christian in our walk. And I've, and I've talked to him and said, why can't we take every church in our community and come together mm. for the kingdom? Mm. And the answers that I've gotten are that we're not all on the same page. Mm. So and you that, mean, so what is the same page though? Right. What is, what page are we supposed, what page do we need to be on? Isn't it share Jesus and know that the right. main thing is that you have him in your heart? Yeah. And I think that's just an example for our, a, for our Christian walk. Yeah, that's good. Like when you are taking kids to school mm. and you pass somebody that you know is a Christian who's being an idiot in a vehicle, are we on the same page? Or maybe maybe I'm that idiot mm-hmm. or maybe you're that idiot. Mm. Yeah. You sure. know, are we, when we're at the baseball fields? <laughs> Conviction hitting me right here. <laughs> full full frontal. <laughs> maybe another podcast, but... <laughs> I was talking about as a parent, but Brandon's being convicted for a different scenario. (laughs) That's okay. Hey, it's real life. We're getting raw here. So when you're at the baseball field, to the softball field, to the basketball court, watching your kids, and you're a Christian, and maybe that ref is a Christian too. Mm -hmm. Does he feel like you're a Christian when you're yelling at him and berating him for making a mistake as a human being, Mm -hmm. which we all do? Yep. There's if we're if we're all on the same page in the same journey and have we make the main thing the main thing. That gum, if we can keep that into perspective, and keep the the keep our relationship with the Lord strong, would it would it not be easier to to give grace or to 100%. receive grace? Would it not be easier to exude Jesus's grace through us? Mm-hmm. I mean, that's really. You know what you're the world says overreact when a when a moment occurs that calls for overreaction yeah that's what is expected so the minute we do something opposite of that with peace and grace like jesus loves us is the minute that we our behavior which is hopefully christ-like draws people into what's different if they don't know jesus yeah so when you don't react yeah, yeah. Well, think when about you that. Don't react, mm-hmm. and you should be the one reacting based on the worldly standards. Mm-hmm. People will notice, and they'll say, "What's different about him or yep. her?" Yep. They may not verbalize it first, no. second, third, tenth time, but they will at some point keep a mental scorecard. Yeah, for sure. At some point, you may have an opportunity to reach that person for Jesus. Yep. Does listen. We're all failures. We're all not perfect. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect, and so these these are things that that we walk through life and we all mess up. But how, how often are we going back to the Lord and, and reevaluating those things and really listening when the Lord is speaking to us about how we need to uh, change or confess sin? Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, th- I think it's uh, just based on pride alone. 
I have trouble when the Lord reveals something to me, confessing mm-hmm. it and moving away from it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when we have been forgiven, and I know this, biblically I know this, it's our human nature that keeps bringing it back up even after we've asked for forgiveness. Yeah. It's our sin nature. Yeah. You know, that's a whole other you know, yeah, it is. episode, but that's that's so true. Yeah. All right, thanks for joining us today. We really appreciate you being here. You can catch us on uh, YouTube, um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, any of those, wherever you listen at. Um, if you have, we haven't mentioned this in a while, but if you have a topic that you would like for us to discuss, uh, something that's been on your mind or Lord laid has laid on your heart, you're very welcome to email us at realuncomfortabletruth at gmail.com. And we'll look over that and see if uh, one of the guys wants to take mm-hmm. uh, the podcast. Hopefully we'll be back soon next episode with all four of us and be rocking and rolling. Go out and kick the day in the face and we'll catch you on the next one. Mm-hmm.